Welcome to On the Brink, a fresh lens to take you and your business to new heights. Hi, I'm Andy Simon. I'm your host and your guide. And my job is to get you off the brink. So I go looking for people who can help you see, feel, and think in new ways, opening your minds to solutions to problems you may be working with or dealing with, but aren't quite sure, how do I solve this now? Particularly as we emerge from these years of pandemic, you never want to waste a crisis. It's a great time for you to learn some new techniques. And today I brought to us Imogene Drummond. Imogene is a wonderful woman. I'm going to tell you about her. But she also has a program you're going to be very interested in. It's called Acquit. And it's a toolkit for facilitating conscious and effective communication for online groups. Now, that is a really interesting topic. Because you know as well as I do that we are spending so much of our time online. And for women in particular, it isn't giving us more opportunity to participate, but the dynamics are much more obvious when you're watching men and women, different genders and age groups on the screen and how we're competing for time and space and what actually happens with communication. People often say, you didn't hear me. Well, I may have said something, you may have thought what you heard, but may not have been what I meant. And so communication is very hard. Let me tell you about Imogene. Imogene is an internationally collected painter, award-winning filmmaker, writer, artist, educator, and former psychotherapist. You're gonna say, how interesting. Where did Acquit come from? Interesting. Acquit is a toolkit for facilitating this effective communication. The acronym refers to the lesser known definition of the word acquits, meaning how one conducts oneself. How fascinating. Art Sparks Creativity and Wellbeing Program, Imogene's educational course for middle school students, combines creativity, self-worth, and the universe. That is pretty cool, particularly when we learn that we are billions of years old. And who knows how we ever emerged from a few molecules of this mixed with a few of that. Um, her article. Um, the options for the future is the closing piece in the thought-provoking anthology, The Rule of Mars, which was endorsed by Pulitzer Prize-winning scientist and author Jared Diamond. Now, if you haven't read Jared Diamond's work, it's well worth reading. And I just have all his books and just love him. Due to her painting expeditions around the world, Imogene was invited to join the Society of Women Geographers, whose membership includes explorers of ideas as well as geography. Among them, Eleanor Roosevelt, Amelia Earhart, and Jane Goodell. I must tell you that when you, when I discovered who I was, what was I? An explorer. Now, I've done a recent self-assessment, and I'm also a... Um, a philosopher. And I guess that's why you and I have eclectic interests that come together around helping people see, feel, and think in new ways. Imogene, thank you for joining me today. Exactly. exactly. Thank you, Andy. And thank you for the opportunity to be on this, your wonderful podcast. It's great that you create these interesting podcasts that support women's amazing stories and important work. So I'm honored to be here today. Tell our um, listeners and our viewers, who's Imogene? What's your journey? How'd we get here? Where did oh. you? <laughs> uh, well, speaking of where we came from the last 7 billion years, um, my journey has been really a series of evolutions. Uh, and I started out as a psychotherapist, and then I decided I really needed to do something for me. And so I became an artist. 
Um, and I was painting and going on these trips, expeditions. And then I um, created a, um, it was actually um, a script with a paper cutouts. So it became a manu- an illustrated manuscript mm-hmm. um, that was really a new origin story that I thought would help children and help the world. And then I decided I needed to do more with it. And I made it into a film. and I'd never made a film but I decided okay now really it's a feel-good film it's gotten a nice award but I mean you know it needs to help people needs to be more um, practical and functional so I made it into a curriculum um, and it became a curriculum at a middle school for a visionary school in Newburgh Um, so it's just been been surprising because when I started to go on this journey I just thought well who knows what will happen Maybe I'll start painting pastel tulips. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm very pleased that it it just kept um, being creative and, and I kept exploring new ways. You so. know, there's a wonderful book, The Secret to Our Success. And um, mm-hmm. the, in the book, he talks about his own um, realization that human evolution has come about because of our shared collective brain. And as I'm listening to you, I think our listeners would love to know, did you go on this journey alone or were you picking ideas up from people? How did you begin to, you know, evolve personally? Um, You didn't have many Mm -hmm. careers. You had sort of one person moving through different stages here. How does that happen? Very interesting question. No one has ever asked me that, Andy. Um, You know, it has felt lonely at times. But it's true. I have had a group of um, mostly women. Um, I did. My father was like a guide. So he was very helpful. Um, but especially this group of Society of Women Geographers, there were, the woman who invited me was herself an artist. And I just kept finding people who were supportive and, and kind of just finding them and then ended up with this group, um, the Deep Time Network that I'm on the advisory board of, um, which is why I made the Equips Toolkit. So it's interesting. It has not been alone. And I think that's something in um, our culture where we're um, influenced to think about me, me, me. And really, we need to shift and think about we. Yes. So that's one of the the ideas behind the Equits toolkit. So I, I, I think that Equits came about because you saw um, some unmet needs. You're very much a blue ocean thinker. It mm. isn't about doing more of the same a little bit better. Um, it's really about how do I solve a problem, create a new market, find solutions that may be right beneath us, but could be done in a, a different kind of fashion. Tell us a little bit about Equits. And then you can put up your screen so we can talk about the elements of it. What is okay. a quit? Well, um, just to give you some background, I've been working with this fascinating cutting-edge nonprofit, the Deep Time Network, which provides educational courses to connect us to the cosmos. Again, exactly what you're talking about. It <laughs> talks about this evolution of humans and the whole cosmos um, through this well, I don't remember what it is, 14 billion years. Um, and they they were um, 
gearing up to shift from having three-month courses to nine-month courses somewhat early in the pandemic. And I had been on a number of Zooms with a diverse situations and groups. And there were a number of things that, that needed, um, that were problematic in each experience. And the main noticeable one was that oftentimes somebody would speak too long. Mm-hmm. And so I had said to the co-founder and president, Jennifer Morgan um, of the Deep Time Network, that some communication guidelines would be helpful to people. And she said, great idea, Imogene, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a hope that wasn't a bad idea anyhow. Well, I thought, you know what? I've been thinking about this, which is why <laughs> I suggested it. And so I thought, okay, I'll run with it. And that is exactly why I developed it. So, and it is to help people be more conscious in communicating in groups online. And it's there's a, the techniques are also good for lots of situations, including in person. But, you know, I noticed that it's difficult to get feedback when you're speaking in a group on Zoom because everybody else is muted. And so you're not hearing things that you might hear if you were in a boardroom or a classroom where people might be drumming their fingernails or, or rattling their coffee cups or coughing or being wrapped with attention. Um, and also with the monitor, you're just, you're looking at this inanimate technological thing versus people's real faces. So you don't get the feedback online that you do in, in real life. So I think there are many reasons why there were problems on Zoom that weren't, um, in, in real situations. But you know, um, in some ways, I'm wondering two things, one of which is many years ago, I did television series for CBS, Sunrise Semesters, when people got up at six in the morning to get college credit. It was a long time ago. But I remember talking into the camera with no audience. And and sometimes when you're doing a Zoom workshop or something, people don't turn on their cameras. And you're talking as if you're doing a television show with no audience. And you have to imagine right. the audience. And you, it requires a lot of creative emotions because we, as you and I are talking, uh, respond to each other. You know, you know whether yes. I'm listening or not based on my face and how I'm yeah. responding. And then you can take it to the next stage because you're trying to figure out, am I making my point or am I not? So it was interesting as I went back in time to remember the feeling. Somebody once said to me as I was recording, you know, you're really good, but you should smile. I went, ah. (laughs) (laughs) Who knew? He said, when you smile, they'll smile. I said, oh, the things that we learn. But this is very important because I don't think Zoom calls or webs are going to go away. In fact, I hope they don't because it gives us a multiplier both of our time and our topics and so forth. But, and I'm also not sure that interpersonal relationships aren't truncated by the very same things that happen in a, a virtual one, except we don't pay attention to the same way. And I'll segue into you talking about um, your program in, in a second, because I've been starting to go back and do live workshops or live public speaking, oh. live keynotes. And I forgot the high that I get from being in an in-person experience. Now, yes. the audience, when I've done it remotely, give me great reviews. And, and they, too, though, are coming back because people are herd animals. We like each other. And mm-hmm. we trust better when we watch each other. 
and mm-hmm. we can celebrate what others are doing. Put up your screen and let's take a look at what the um, the elements of acquit is uh, are all about and how to apply them. Because I have a hunch our listeners or watchers are going to want to do it. Okay. And for those listening, I promise you, Imogene will talk you through what is here so you can understand why it's so important for the techniques that she teaches and that you can learn. Imogene, go for it. Okay, thank you, Andy. So um, this is a slide from my PowerPoint presentation with all of the techniques together. Um, and through the PowerPoint presentation that I give about the pro- the, t- the toolkit, um, we go into each one in more detail. So this is a summary. Um, and the first one is the A is for agree. And everybody in the course or on the Zoom call, call agree to these principles or these techniques. So you have to get everyone's buy-in first. And being an artist, I don't, I added a few, like we have two A's, <laughs> three S's. Um, so, wait, that's okay. It's a new spelling. Right, right. Um, <laughs> and and also, I think it's interesting because I, I wrote up these techniques and then it was like, oh, if we make it into an anagram, the it becomes a quits. And there's two definitions to the word acquits. One is the one we're familiar with where you get off. Um, and But the other one is about how you conduct yourself. So this acquits refers to that, how one conducts oneself. Um, so the first actual technique is affirm, that we affirm others. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the next one is C for contribute. We contribute to the conversation. And that means you don't add something that's not on topic. You stay on topic and you contribute something that that is helpful to other people. The next is the cue. Ask a question. Ask people what they mean or to um, explain in, in better or more clearly or in more depth. The you refers to unite. You want to have a conversation where people are getting feeling connected um, versus disconnected. So we want to keep this attitude as tone of uniting people. The I is for include. Let's make comments that include people. And, you know, oftentimes there's a quiet or a couple of quiet people in the group. So it's important to remember to include them. The T is for thank. Gratitude is so important. It really goes a long way to facilitating connections and and good communication. So the next three really uh, refer to the idea of helping people speak more succinctly and clearly. So share and stop. The S means share and stop. Give one idea, not three. Share your one idea and then stop and breathe and let other people respond to it. Um, The next S is for self-regulate, which is to think ahead of time. You know, editing is vital for good writing, right? So to to be a good speaker, we need to edit our thoughts. So if we, we think that it's important to edit our thoughts first before we speak, then we can do that better. And self-regulate is about editing ourselves and also speaking for two minutes, not more than two minutes. A lot can happen in two minutes. (laughs) Um, And that's the set parameters as well. That 
to try to um, express your idea in less than two minutes. And now, a word from our sponsors, Simon Associates Management Consultants. That's us. And we're here to help you see, feel, and think in new ways. Whether you are an organization that's stuck or stalled, or an individual in that organization who's looking to rethink their own life's journey, Simon Associates has designed programs and processes to help you do just that. Our first book, On the Brink, A Fresh Lens to Take Your Business to New Heights, told the stories of seven clients who were stuck or stalled, and a little anthropology helped them see things through a fresh lens, reignite their growth, and soar again. My new book that came out in January 2021 is called Rethink, Smashing the Myths of Women in Business. It's all about how 11 women, including myself, were able to see past the hurdles, the glass ceilings, and the brick walls and become the best that they could be. They heard things like women aren't lawyers and women can't lead and women aren't in geosciences. And they said, of course we are. And they really pushed through and did it with such ease that they want other women to see what's possible. At the end of the book, I provide a bit of a how-to process for you. If you're on the brink of rethinking your own life's journey, it's time to pause, step back, and ask yourself, where am I going? What's my passion and my purpose? And am I there or can I get there? Send us your emails to info at andysimon.com and we'll get right back to you to see how we can help. On andysimon.com are some free chapters for both books. And you can also join our newsletter and our Facebook group, Rethink with Andy Simon. We are bringing together women to help other women do what they can't do by themselves, very often to see what's possible and become the best that they can be. Come join us. And now back to our podcast. So that's the. These are very basic techniques, really. Yes, but when you articulate them, we become aware of them. And if we're not aware of them, we won't know whether we are self-regulating or contributing or dominating or, you know, we really don't know how to do better at sharing ideas and building, um, affirming each other's position. Um, It's interesting because the nature of the online uh, experiences is that I have to manage my Leadership Academy participants, for example, so everyone has time to talk. Right. And if I don't, um, some of them will sleep. I mean, there's an ease with which you go off off the screen. And when we were in person, I had to make sure everyone had an opportunity to talk as well. Mm -hmm. And the whole nature of talking in a group it was almost a training session without calling it such. Um, and because I was the orchestrator, as if this was a symphony, and each person was playing a different instrument, but for the whole to really sound like great music, we all had to come together over the same piece of music. What were we here for? The metaphor was interesting because nobody had to duplicate each other. You know, the violins didn't have to play the cello part, and the mm-hmm. oboe couldn't play the flute. Um, but you can begin to see them visualize, because that's how we learned, what it was I was trying to achieve. On the screen, it's not that different. And the good presenter knows how to orchestrate it in a way that acquits everybody for, you know, coming with ideas, almost preparing them before they come with mm-hmm. what is it you're going to contribute, how, and how are you going to mm-hmm. regulate yourself? It's almost like a create a key. So in middle school, what do you do to teach kids? And they're not kids anymore in middle school anymore. (laughs) 
Well, what I do in the middle school is a whole different creativity program that help, is helping to facilitate their own creativity. I don't teach art. And that program combines creativity, the cosmos, again, I'm connecting them to the cosmos, and self-worth. Uh-huh. So that's what I'm affirming continually um, that in terms of what you just said, they are all unique. There's no two alike, yes. even if they're twins. Um, and, and each work is unique. So every time, and they're really creating intentional artwork to express themselves. So every time they do that, I consider it a success yes. because they have intended to express themselves. And, you know, um, I just wanted to mention that with the acquits online, I don't give the whole presentation myself because it's about process. The whole toolkit is about process. Yes. And so what I do is I involve three or four other people from the program and we divvy up the, the text and practice it. And then we share um, different people, give different parts of the, the toolkit, the presentation as I go along. And um it was it's been really terrific. It's really worked well in engaging people because it's very content heavy. Yes. Um and in the program at the Deep Time Network, um one presentation included a Sikh from India, a Canadian with a French accent, an Irish American with a beautiful lilting voice, and me. <laughs> <laughs> so well, and all of those things added quality. And color. Exactly. In a very artistic way. Absolutely. Yeah. I I misrepresented you. So this isn't being done in the middle schools. Tell us, where is the program done? I didn't mean to misrepresent it, but no, you're trying to bring it out. So help me. Yeah. Um, So the acquits is really for communication um, to help people be more conscious online. And so it really, I think, educational programs are perfect for it. I'm using it in the Deep Time Network uh, nine-month program. It's now part of their curriculum. It's mm-hmm. the second, I think it's the second week of the whole course so that people, it, so it sets, sets the ground rules, mm-hmm. basically, because it's really about delineating expected behavior. And I think it is it has really helped optimize what they're doing on the network in these courses. They're phenomenal courses anyway. They're fascinating. There's a wonderful community emerging out of it. Um, and the Equits has just made it easier to help people communicate well and be heard. Um, and for example, it's interesting, um, Andy, 10% of the re- participants return to take this, this nine-month course a second time. Wow, that's great. It, isn't that remarkable? And wow. I think, I mean, that, that's a testament to what the course is and to the, the uh, Steve Martin, the facilitator, is phenomenal. <laughs> um, but I think the, the acquits, it kind of it kind of smooths it. You know, it, it greases the wheels and facilitates it. Um, and I was really excited when um, one time Steve Martin, the facilitator of the course, said that Acquits that we can um, apply. Acquits is a good model for our relationship to improve our relationship with the environment. Yes, I would have never thought of that. Yes, what a brilliant idea! How about if we change our relationship to the environment? And here's a set of 
techniques we could use as guidelines because they're really just guidelines. They are. But, you know, there's a structure to relating is what you've created. And and whether you're affirming it or you're self-regulating it or you're contributing it is a structure to relationships. Well, I'm not sure as, as a young person growing up, you really appreciate the possibilities of a structure to those relationships as you're trying to build friendships and play on sport teams. And, you know, everyone is is theoretically a guide, but often they don't have anything to guide you with. So this is really powerful. You know, everything it is, it's interesting because I have a hunch you're leading this somewhere. What comes next for you? Well, actually, Andy, that's why I called you, because I want to get it out into the world more. Mm -hmm. Um, People in the in the Deep Time Network, they're using it on their own. Um, But I want to give presentations about it in courses or places that have online meetings on a repetitive basis um, because then you can use it. It's not like, it's not for some, oftentimes I give a presentation that's just a one-time presentation about my artwork or something. This is not that. This is about setting the ground rules for a course. Mm -hmm. Like you were saying, the structure of the relationships. So they use it in the Deep Time Network now um, for every year for their nine-month leadership course. Um, and I would like it to be used elsewhere, other other educational courses or any kind of group where people meet online for, you know, an, more than one for multiple sessions. You know, well, I hope our listeners and our viewers consider um, a quid for themselves and their organizations or to refer you to others, um, because I don't know other programs like this. And I think that the time couldn't be more ripe um, because as we are rebuilding uh, hybrid relationships, um, people, you know, they, they are trying to figure out how do I manage other people? How do I build a global, you know, business in a hybrid fashion with the tools that are needed? How do we keep our humanity when we don't see each other on a daily basis? You're wow. shaking your head, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. Well said, absolutely. And and when you think about it, we don't realize what we give up when we go hybrid or what we have to do when we come in. It's very complicated. I can't tell you how many of our clients have people coming in and sitting on their computers doing Zoom calls with the people who haven't come in, wondering why did they drive in for an hour and, and, and where, you know, and... It It is, I had one prospective client who was upset because they were having a flywheel of hires who were leaving because there was no community to come into. And so there's a, a moment where this is extremely needed. Um, Imogene, mm-hmm. as we think about wrapping up, two or three things you want the listener not to forget, other than they have to call Imogene. But apart from <laughs> that, um, you know, as you're thinking through your own program here, you know, what is it that the listener should remember? Well, I think it's important that we we start thinking in terms of shifting from me to we. Yes, we have to be more community minded, um, and not always me first, me first, trumpeting my own work. Um, And also, I think listening is important, but I think we're taught to listen because how often have we heard, especially as children, our parents or teachers say, listen, listen to me, listen to this. 
But I think we haven't really been taught to speak clearly and succinctly in group settings. Yes. So I think it's important um, to learn to do that. And, and, and affirming people, asking questions, expressing gratitude. Yes. All these are easy, but important things to do that really help. And they help build bonds with and connections with people. Well, you know, Imogene said something that I want to emphasize. If you haven't read Judith Glazer's work on creating we or conversational intelligence. Now, Judith passed away about three years ago now, maybe two years ago now. And her work in the neuroscience, she was an observational, an organizational anthropologist. And, and she 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 realized that what we were learning from the neurosciences is that the words we say create the worlds we live in. Others have said similar things, but wow. if you use the word I, your amygdala immediately protects the listener from the imposition of your thoughts on theirs. And the amygdala starts to create cortisol and it flees it, it fears it, it's unfamiliar to it, anything that is unclear to it, it, it rejects. But when you say we, the oxytocin in your brain begins to flow and you bond with the person who wants to build trust and co-create a solution. Wow. Ah, I know. Wow. Now, you said we without that context. So I'll add the context to it because I think that a quit is about a we world where it isn't about me or I, but it's about co-creating meaning. Now, remember, humans are meaning makers. You know, we evolved because we can create meaning on things. And yes. the, the virtual is an interesting catalytic moment for how to create new meaning about what people are saying, what they're doing, and how to behave to, to do what? To achieve what ends. And I do think a quit is very timely. And for those of you listening, I think you're going to want to follow up with Imogene to find out how to become more into acquitting each other for the way we show. Imogene, where can they reach you and how can they find out more about you? Well, my website um, is imogenedrummond.com. That's I-M-O-G-E-N-E, Drummond. Um, email is imogenedrummond at gmail.com. Good. We'll have all that information for you on the on the video and on the um, uh, blog around the audio as well. But I'm going to let us wrap up a little bit because I think Imogene, in her creative way, and I, I, she hasn't quite made a film yet about life on the internet, but she might. But I do think she wants you to begin to see that the new isn't feared. Something is something can be really embraced. And the gap is between the way we're communicating and what we're doing in that communication. That could really make for better bonds, the same way she and I are talking here today. I must tell you that when I do just audio, um, it's fine for a podcast, but I certainly love doing the video part because she and I are having a great conversation and all of you are listening into it. So enjoy the conversation. Let me thank all of you who have been coming to On the Brink with Andy Simon. Um, we launched this in 2017, and the, the the reception has been just fantastic. I mean, you've pushed us into the top 5% of global podcasts, and I'm always impressed with how people find me to say I'd like to be on your podcast or bring me people who they think should be on my podcast. So I open that up, info at uh, andysimon.com gets right to me. But I have two books out there, Rethink and On the Brink. My third one comes out in September uh, 2023. 
I won't tell you its name quite yet, but it's terrific. And you're going to really enjoy learning more about how to see, feel, and think in new ways. Mm. That's the whole point of our podcast and, and and our blogs and the way we are trying to help people do something they hate, which is to change. <laughs> and the times <laughs> are changing. Don't ever waste a crisis, I tell my clients, and you. Mm-hmm. Crisis, use it, learn from it, and begin to see how to do things better or at least differently and test them. I love pilots. In any event, it's been a delightful day to share. Imogene Drummond came to you from the Hudson Valley. Thank you, Imogene. It's great fun. Um, It's great fun to share your story. And I wish you all to get off the brink. So thanks for coming to On the Brink with Andy Simon. And let me know how you're doing. Goodbye now. Have a great day. Thank you, Andy. Thank you.